episode 133. Late Night Internet Marketing. This week on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast, we close the book on Social Media Marketing World 2017. Boy, what a conference. I also demystify this thing where ads on Facebook seem to follow you around. We explain the Facebook pixel and how you can use it to create better Facebook ads. All this and more on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. The Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You've been working for somebody else. But you want a business to run yourself. You want to know how to start and where to begin. Can you get out your comfort zone, my friend? Broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas, your host, Mark Mason. Hey, 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 I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day. I am your host, Mark Mason, and I'm back in Dallas, Texas, in the the little studio in Texas, fresh from Social Media Marketing World 17. Wow, what a fantastic ride this was this year. You know... Every year when I get back from Social Media Marketing World, I talk about the fact that I've been going to conferences for decades in various industries and how this is the best conference I've ever been to. It's the best run. We talked about this a little bit last week, and this year did not disappoint. This was by far not only the best conference I've ever been to, the best social media marketing world to date. Just really impressive And I wanted to talk a little bit about my takeaways from the conference and tie off with what I talked about last week, which was the goals that I have and that maybe you might choose to have when attending conferences. And I talked about these these four goals, connecting with people, meeting new people, ingesting content and learning things, and then helping people, teaching things kind of turning that on its head and and being of some service to other people. And those are sort of the the four reasons that I went over last week. And I wanted to go through those with you this week and talk to you about what that looked like for me in San Diego. The weather in San Diego was just absolutely beautiful as usual. You know, it always is. When I first got there on Wednesday, it was a little rainy, but by Wednesday afternoon, it had cleared up. It was absolutely beautiful for the remainder of of my time there and just just made the place just even more delightful. The venue is of course the San Diego Convention Center and we stayed this time the host hotel was the Manchester Grand Hyatt although uh, this conference spills over into multiple hotels but that was the host hotel really nice just up the street from the conference center everything within walking distance of of the marina and uh, the gas lamp district. It's just really an amazing venue. I got to ride in Pat Flynn's Tesla, which was super cool. Um, he put it in insanity mode and it is really fast. That's all I can tell you about that. 
is really kind of an amazing thing. So the four things that I, I talked about, the first one was an opportunity to connect with my friends and the people that I know and people that I'm getting to know. And I just had that in spades. One of the highlights of the conference for me was I got to sit down with Ray Edwards and his son for almost an hour and just chit chat. Uh, Ray Edwards, uh, of course, with the Ray Edwards show and his son, Sean, also on that show. And that was just really special for me because Ray and I have become really close over the last couple of years. And I, I feel like I know his son, you know, these this podcast feeling that you get, you feel like, you know, these hosts and that's the same for me, just as it might be for you. At least I hope you feel like you know me. And I got to meet Sean Edwards, and he's a, an amazing guy. And I think it really comes to in the show, incredibly intelligent and just a, delightful to talk to in person. So that was really super cool. I, I got to connect with all of my Green Room Mastermind buddies. And in fact, if you follow me on Facebook, you probably saw a picture of the six of us at Seasons 52. It's the one time in a year that we usually get to sit down and have dinner together. Uh, whoever's here, and this is the, maybe the first time that we've all six managed to come. Last year, Leslie was having a baby, and one year I was in Japan. But this year, we were all there, and that was really special uh, at the end of the conference, a really nice way to, to cap off the trip. So lots of reconnections. I saw Jared Easley out there. I saw Gary Leland. I mean, just a lot of people that I've known now for years in this industry. And that's really cool. The second thing that I mentioned was meeting new people. And I mentioned Sean Edwards already. That was really a highlight of the trip for me. But I also got to meet Amy Porterfield for the first time face to face and talk to her a little bit. In fact, it was a real treat because, as I may have mentioned to you before, I was leading the podcasting track, and she was on a panel with a bunch of really kind of heavy hitters in the podcasting space, and I was able to to talk to her a little bit as I introduced the panel, and we told a lot of, you know, kind of funny jokes to warm the audience up, and it was just a really, really cool experience and, and fun to, to even briefly uh, spend some time meeting Amy so that was really cool. And there's a long list of people that I got to meet uh, for the first time and not just people who are super famous, right? One of the delightful things about a conference like this is you get to meet people that you've really never heard of. I mean, there's for me, there's kind of two sides of it. There's the speaker side of it where I get to hobnob with all these amazing famous people but then there's the sort of the other side of it where I get to meet all of these up and comers or people who are trying to get started, people that are where I was, uh, you know, five or seven years ago. And that's really a neat thing, too. You know, one really cool example of that, if you listen to Podcast Answer Man at all, you know, uh, about a month ago, he had Sarah Stahl on his podcast and she is uh, it was a podcast about whether or not you should give away your valuable work for free and what the true opportunity cost of that was. And he live coached Sarah, who's trying to really get her business to the next level on the call. And I, I got to meet her on the aircraft carrier. Uh, every The opening night party for this conference is always on the USS Midway, which is a really neat kind of thing where you have 3,000 marketers crammed on to, not crammed on, 
partying on uh, the the hangar deck of an aircraft carrier. It's just a really neat experience. And I, I got to meet Sarah and talk to her about her adventure. And it's really cool. So a lot of fun and, and really was able to check both of those check boxes, reconnecting with people I've known for years and meeting new people that will, that will move into that group of people that I've known for years. So check, check. The other thing that I was able to do was consume an enormous amount of content. Now for a lot of time I was in the podcasting track and that's really good for me because I'm a podcaster. So listening to talks about podcasting is very helpful for me. I was able to get, take away a lot of that. There were also really good keynotes uh, throughout the conference, including Michael Stelzner's opening keynote, where he always talks about his takeaway from his uh, industry-wide social media survey that he does at Social Media Examiner every year. Just fantastic keynote there. Um, Celine Johnson was on the stage for the closing keynote. It was just a really, really super amount of content. And I was only able to scratch the surface. And one of the cool things about social media marketing world is that you get the recording of all the talks. And so I'll be able to go back and listen to those on the virtual ticket, which is a, a super great opportunity for me to learn more stuff that I, that I wanted to know, but because of I couldn't be two places at once or they were talks that I missed. One of the big takeaways that's going to impact you guys, actually there were two big takeaways from this that you'll be hearing about. One is the importance of live video. And so I've talked about, I've thought about doing live video for a long time. I couldn't really figure out exactly what I wanted to do, but in talking it through with some people at the conference um, in hearing some talks about what's going on with live video and how it's best done and so forth. I will be doing a weekly live video where I'll briefly recap what happened on the podcast, talk about a topic and then answer any questions that come up on the live stream. And you're going to try and do that every Monday night at nine o'clock central time here in Dallas time, 9 PM. So we're going to give that a try, see how that works. And that starts next week. Um, if you're on the mailing list, I'll be sending out an email about that uh, later this week. So you'll know how to tune into that. But you can also go to latenightim.com forward slash live, and that will take you to the place that you need the information that you need in order to find that. The other uh, thing that the big takeaway for me, the big thing that I, you know, through the learning that I got at Social Media Marketing World, the big takeaway for me was. The importance of Facebook groups. Now, this is something I've been thinking about a lot for a long time. And so I finally bit the bullet and created the late night internet marketing community group on Facebook. It's already got over 100 people in it. And I'd love it if you would come and hang out with us there at latenightim.com forward slash FB group for Facebook group. Again, that's latenightim.com forward slash FB group. And it's a it's simple laid back thing where we're just going to hang out and uh, talk about what's going on in internet marketing. We've always already had some cool exchanges in there. We usually have a topic of the day and that sort of thing. And it's not a group of thirty thousand people. It's a, it'll be a group of probably eventually a few thousand people that I hope where we can get to know each other and have some sort of ongoing exchange 
during the week between podcasts and help each other out with business problems and so forth. So again, late night, com forward slash FB group. If you're interested in that, I'd love to have you just click on the join button and I'll approve your request to join the group. It's a private Facebook group, which means that um, I control who gets in and who stays in and Everything that you post on there doesn't show up all over Facebook. So if you're curious about the the rules between public, private, and secret Facebook groups, maybe we'll cover that in another episode. But it's a really nice uh, compromise with some amount of of privacy, but but easy to access and search out and find if you're on Facebook. So checkbox number three, then I learned some things and I made some decisions about stuff I'm going to implement in my business at social media marketing world. So that checks my third checkbox. And then the fourth thing was, uh, I'm privileged that I can help at the conference and, and give answers to people to help people. A lot of times I'll do ad hoc coaching. And I certainly did that at the conference. I helped answered some people's questions after podcasting sessions, they would have questions about podcasting, I talked to some marketers about their digital products and what they might do to, to have better conversion rates and so forth. And all just because I enjoy, you know, kind of paying it forward and what better uh, environment than that to, to do that sort of thing where you can just, someone can come up and ask you a question about what's going on and you're there anyway, so you can answer it. Now, you know, you can do that for everybody, but certainly I did it as much as I could while I was at the conference and, and check that fourth checkbox. So social media marketing world, a huge win for me. I will be back there next year. I've already booked my hotel room for the conference, which will be February 28th through April 2nd next year in 2018. And the cool thing is They've created a new level at Social Media Marketing World that's more affordable, a content creator level. It doesn't get you into all the cool parties and stuff, but if you want to go learn stuff and hang out with the kinds of people that are at Social Media Marketing World, meet some of these speakers and famous people that you've been following online, you'll be able to do that more affordably. And I'll have some more information about that uh, on the podcast at a future date. But just a really successful trip to me and I, I just couldn't be more thankful to be involved in something as awesome as Social Media Marketing World 17. It's time for your late night tech tip. Tech tip. Tools, tips, and tricks for your internet business. All right, all right. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about was a conversation that I was having in a private Facebook group. You know, I'm working on this. 100K factory project where I'm creating an e-commerce store because I want to get good at Facebook advertising uh, may also result. I'm expecting this to result in, in another income stream for my online business. And I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about it. It's a very, very interesting thing from a marketing standpoint. And 100K factory, at least in the beginning, relies heavily on Facebook advertising, which is something that I'm really interested in. And so one of the things that comes up is the the use of a Facebook pixel. And so I thought for our tech tip today, we could talk about, well, what is a Facebook pixel? Maybe you've heard this term, or maybe you've noticed a thing that the Facebook pixel makes possible. Have you ever noticed 
you go visit a site, like let's say you go visit Harry's Razors and you're looking at Harry's Razors and then you go back over to Facebook and all of a sudden Harry's Razors ads are in your Facebook feed. Have you ever wondered how that happens? Well, it turns out that if you're an advertiser on Facebook, you can get this little snippet of code called the Facebook Pixel And you can put that on your website so that if people visit your website, they're cookied with this Facebook pixel. And conversion pixels are something that have been used in uh, marketing, particularly affiliate marketing and other advertising for well over a decade longer. The Facebook pixel is kind of cool because it's a super smart pixel. And there's a lot of things that you can do once someone visits your website and you know does whatever they do on your website, maybe they browse a particular product, maybe they look at a particular content, maybe they opt in and reach a thank you page or they purchase something and, and reach a receipt page or something like that, a transaction page, or maybe they abandon your cart. The Facebook Pixel can kind of keep track of all that and those facts, knowing those things, will allow you to uh, understand all kinds of different information in advertising. The obvious thing is retargeting. So that's this idea that someone visited your website and now they're back on Facebook and you want to target those people that have already been on your website with Facebook ads because you know they have some sort of interest in your product. Maybe they were on your website and they weren't quite ready to buy Maybe they were on your website and they got distracted by a ringing telephone. You can target them with by use of this Facebook pixel, and you can tell Facebook, hey, look, go find the people that are targeted with my pixel and serve ads to those people. So that's really cool. But you can extend that idea with the pixel. You can say, take a look at all the people that have visited my website recently and serve my ad to people that are demographically or psychographically like those people. So take the Facebook pixel. I noticed that most of my visitors are men between the age of 30 and 40. Oh, great. Let's do, let's run an ad campaign in Facebook. Now that you know that I want you to target ads at people that look like the people that are tagged with my pixel. You can also do some more sophisticated things like running dynamic product ads where you change the ad that you present somebody based on the actual pages that they visited on your website. So maybe you sell high-end products and low-end products and this person visited the high-end product page. Well, you can give an ad specifically for that as opposed to just a generic ad for your website. And you can also do crazy stuff like understand something called cross-device conversions. So you're advertising on mobile. They see your ad on the phone, but they make the purchase on the computer. You can understand those kind of things too. And just basically with this pixel, you can optimize ads better because what's happening is Facebook is offering up ads. People are clicking on those ads and then they're gone, theoretically, but Facebook is still able to track their behavior on your website, and so Facebook knows whether that kind of visitor, 
whether it was a 32 year old man or a 75 year old woman, whether they stuck around on your website, bought something, opted in, they're able to understand whether or not that particular visitor converted. And so they can refine who they show your ads to in the, in the immediate future to increase your return on investment from your ads. Now, that's one of the neat things about Facebook. They want to increase return on investments of your ads. Why is that? Well, one, so you'll advertise on Facebook, and two, so you'll spend more money. The more money that you make advertising on Facebook, the more money you're going to spend advertising on Facebook. They, they absolutely know that. It makes total sense, and it's one of the magical things about Facebook advertising that your interests and the interests of Facebook are actually very well aligned in this case, and they're going to do everything they can to make that possible. So the Facebook pixel code in order to get this in your website, it looks similar in structure to the Google analytics code. It's a, it's a little script. And what's nice is there are some nice plugins in the plugin directory for WordPress. If you happen to be running WordPress you can absolutely go get one of these plugins and put your Facebook pixel code that you get from Facebook directly on the website. And then when you're running ads to your website or to a particular article, you'll have better audience insights and analytics immediately just by using this Facebook pixel. And you'll be able to do lots of more sophisticated things. That's sort of the simplest way to explain it. It enables a lot more capability for the ad platform and, and it enables you to do a lot more sophisticated things. So that's super cool. If you're using something like Shopify, which I'm using for the hundred K factory experiment, they have an easy way for you to add the Facebook pixel. Although I'm told for some advanced conversion capabilities that doesn't work exactly right. And so you may choose to add the Facebook pixel manually, which is what I've done in hundred K factory just go in and edit the HTML code directly, just like we used to do in the old days, fire up a text editor and edit that right in. So really super cool. The Facebook pixel now, I hope that's helped you and has been totally demystified. If you have additional questions about Facebook advertising, I'd love to answer them for you or at least give you my opinion. Come on over to the Facebook group. That's where we can answer some of these questions at late night im.com forward slash fb group and we can have a whole discussion about facebook uh, really cool stuff this week in the world of internet marketing news marketing news so the amazon affiliate program is in the news again this month and you'll remember several episodes ago i talked about how they changed their entire commission structure well, now as a follow-on to that, they're offering a special promotion for April, which is a super cool promotion, fixed 12% commission on their native shopping ads. Now, the native shopping ads are these um, boxes that you're used to seeing of products with a picture, the title, which is a hot link, and then the number of stars and the price and whether or not there's prime shipping. I'll try to, they're usually these are in an array that's three or four wide. I'll try to see if I can easily insert an example for you into the show notes of this episode at late night, 
forward slash uh, 133. This is episode 133. You can see what those look like, but it's really cool um, to for them to offer a 12% commission. That's a pretty generous commission. And I, this my attention was called to this, not by Amazon, actually, but by my friend Lynn Terry over at clicknews.com, which is someone we, we definitely need to get on this show. I've been friends with Lynn since, gosh, 2008 when I got started in affiliate marketing or the year after I got started. And she talks about the impact of these uh, site-wide ads on her niche blog. She has, a, in addition to an internet marketing blog at clicknews.com, she's got a niche blog on low-carb eating. And she has uh, was talking about the power of Amazon and how many sales that she makes on Amazon, which is a, you know quite an impressive number on that niche blog every month. And so she's very excited about this, this um, promotion from Amazon and has installed these ads site-wide. So thought I'd call your attention to that. Super exciting time for Amazon affiliates. And, and if you're not using site-wide ads, I definitely recommend that you give that a look. And in case you're not familiar with these, I guess there's two things that's really cool about them. One is... These are contextual ads, so they understand what the page is about at some level and will try to present an ad that's relevant to the content. And that way they're like AdSense in that way, and they they change depending on what the content is. Um, the other thing that's really cool about them is that the, the design of the ad, this array is a responsive design, and so it'll expand and collapse depending on the platform that you're on. So it should work pretty well with most themes. So... Again, give it a try. If you uh, want some more information on that, I will have a, a link to a description on the Amazon website in the show notes at latenightim.com forward slash 133. Okay, so that wraps it up for this episode of the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week this week. I hope you think about my call to action from episode 132, which was to figure out uh, some way you can do something conference-like, whether it's local in your area. I hope I've motivated you and you've seen how much I got out of social media marketing world. I'd like to encourage you to go do something like that. If not halfway across the United States or wherever you're from, then maybe in your local area, there's something for you that you can get something out of. And until next week, I hope you get a ton of stuff done. Ciao. You can do it right when it's late at night. You've been listening to the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. Be sure to visit latenightpodcast.com today to leave feedback for Mark. Download special bonus content, access the show notes, and more. See you there. Until then. Until then, go and make some great progress on your internet business. One night at a time. One night at a time. Okay, so I guess it was pretty obvious that I had a ton of fun at Social Media Marketing World. In fact, maybe a little too much fun. I I was... (laughs) running on empty by the time I got back to Dallas. But 
I will tell you that uh, I did have an unexpected experience there. I was sitting in the the sports bar in the Grand Hyatt. The Grand Hyatt has two bars, three actually, one on the top floor, one in the lobby, the lobby bar, and then they have a sports bar on the other end of the of the facility. And I was down in the sports bar, and for whatever reason, on weeknights, that sports bar closes at midnight. And I had had a long day, and I was actually in there getting a snack and and uh, having a drink and trying to wind down from a, an incredibly busy day. And the guy at the bar, you know, he told me they were closing at midnight, which I considered to be particularly lame. And they, uh, and he said, but you can go across the street to, to the bar across the street. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. And he's like, no, no, that's the bar from Top Gun. Okay. I had no idea. I mean, I've stayed at this hotel before. I had no idea. So if you guys have seen the movie Top Gun with Tom Cruise, you know that in that movie, he sings, you've lost that love and feeling, uh, in the, in a bar. Well, that bar is across the street from the Manchester Grand Hyatt and in San Diego. And so I walked across the street and sure enough, there was the bar. There was the piano that uh, Meg Ryan played on in the bar and all kinds of pictures all over the wall. Not just the pictures they showed in the movie of all the aviators when they're scanning the bar, but also the pictures of Tom Cruise and uh, Meg Ryan and, uh, you know, all, it's just, it was really, really cool. Um, Anthony Edwards, I guess was goose. Is that right? Yeah. So anyway, it was super neat. And so I got to talking to the guys at the bar and it turns out that locals hang out there quite a bit. And I met a guy who had just, uh, was just about to be promoted. At least he felt like he was going to make it from E six to E seven, which is in the U S Navy is chief, which is a huge big deal to be a chief. Uh, in the U.S. Navy. So uh, I bought him around and we had a good time talking about what he did in the U.S. Navy. He was a CB. So shout out to all you CBs out there. Uh, if, if you're not familiar with the CBs, uh, they're crazy. Okay. That's the first thing that Navy guys will always tell you about CBs and they build stuff. You need a bridge. I mean, they go with the Marines and they, they're in it and they, they, you need a, data center or a bridge or you need ordinance taking care of whatever, man, the, the, the CBs will get it done for you. So shout out to those guys. That was super fun. And if you're ever in, uh, in San Diego, you gotta, you gotta look for this bar. I'll put a link to the bar and a, a picture that I took there of the famous piano, uh, that, that Meg Ryan played in the show notes. Late night internet Hey, it's Mark again. I wanted to tell you one more time about this absolutely free resource that I have for helping people who are trying to get the big picture for internet marketing actually get started and understand what all their choices are. If that's not you, there's no more content. You can skip to the end. But if you're someone who came to this podcast because you're searching for how to get started online and you just can't cut through all the noise, I get it. That was me in 2007, when I was trying to get started, there were so many people throwing offers at me that I really couldn't even understand what all the different business models were. I couldn't understand how money moved around on the internet. And I couldn't really get a grip on what direction I wanted to go in so I could figure out how to move forward. 
I've created a free video resource for you just for that purpose at latenightim.com forward slash explain. In several short videos, I just explained to you what internet marketing is all about and what online business is all about and the different options that you have for starting an online business. There's nothing to buy there. You just sign up for access and you get the videos just like that. So if that's interesting to you, or if you know someone who's in a same situation, send them that link, latenightim.com forward slash explain. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear what people are thinking that are in the exact same position that I was in more than a decade ago in 2007. In some ways, it seems like yesterday. And in some ways, it seems like an entire lifetime ago. Again, that's latenightim.com forward slash explain. Late night internet mind.